Welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm so excited to have you join me in connecting with photographers and entrepreneurs in the photography industry as we discuss photography, building a business, and still having a life through it all. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom post-production for the wedding and portrait photographer. And now, let's dive into conversation. Hey everyone, welcome to 2017. Happy New Year to you. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and this is the first Boca podcast episode of 2017. I'm excited to continue in conversation with you this year, both, of course, on this episode as well as future episodes. And I did say conversation. Conversation means a two-way street. It's not just me talking to you or you listening to me interview someone from our industry. I want to hear from you as well. So you can email me directly, Nathan at photographersedit.com. You can comment or message us on Facebook, Instagram, on Twitter. You can comment on our blog. And of course, we would love for you to leave feedback on the iTunes podcast store or the podcast app, if you will. That certainly helps us get the Boca podcast out to more people. And so we would certainly appreciate that. But most importantly, we just want to know what you think, what you like, what you don't like, suggestions that you might have as to future interviewees or topics that you'd like me to cover would love to hear from you. So I hope that this is a two-way street, that this is truly a conversation. Speaking of conversation, today's topic, we're going to dive into, well, a topic that is a bit cliche, frankly, for this time of year and almost to be expected, but I want to lend a different perspective to it. And that is the topic of setting goals. Now, you may even roll your eyes when you hear that. And, and uh, well, I kind of do as well. We repeat the same process every single year, and I think it's become this very self-indulgent thing where you know we want to feel better about ourselves, and I get it. Hitting the reset button is a lot of fun. Uh, you set new goals. You have something to work toward, but the problem is the follow-through, and the reason for that lack of follow-through has to do with something that I think is really important for us to keep in mind individually and as business owners, and that is the idea of a big-picture perspective or a big-picture view. This is something that I talked about in a an episode, a book, a podcast episode not too long ago, but I want to make it relevant to this topic of setting goals for the new year and beyond. And I think, um, and actually I can almost guarantee that if you change your approach and consider the bigger picture perspective to begin with, that you're going to see more consistent ongoing growth that only needs occasional tweaks instead of this kind of reset button, this massive reset button that you hit every year or every three or four months or six months. Instead, you'll, be, you'll see much more consistent ongoing growth. So let's talk about what a big picture perspective means when it comes to both our personal life and our business. And I want to start first with our personal life because that's where it all begins, right? Our business is ultimately a kind of a, an outgrowth, if you will, of who we are individually. And Tony Robbins talks about the idea of values. And I think values are particularly relevant to creating or establishing kind of a big picture perspective on your life and then ultimately what you decide to work toward, what your goals become as a result. So it's important that you first establish values. Now, Tony Robbins talks about these idea, this idea of establishing values in his book, Awaken the Giant Within. Now, it's kind of a classic at this point. It was written years ago. The title is even kind of cheesy. But he actually re-released a version of it, a shorter uh, digital download version of it, not too long ago, 2013, 2014 or so. 
and you can get it for free. If you just Google Reawaken the Giant Within, uh, you can download this, this free ebook for your Kindle or as a PDF format. It's one of the most impactful books I ever read. In fact, I only read about half of it, but it was so impactful to me, made such a difference in my life and continues to, that I actually got tattoos representing a couple of the ideas in the book uh, a number of years ago. But in the book, he talks about values. And I want to read a couple of excerpts from the, the digital download version, the shorter version of this book. And he says, what are values? He says, to value something means to place importance upon it. Anything that you could hold or that you hold dear can be called a value. In this chapter, I'm specifically referring to life values, those things that are most important to you in life. For this kind of value, there are two types, ends and means. If I ask you, what do you value most? You might answer love, family, money. Of these, love is the end value you're pursuing. In other words, the emotional state you desire. Conversely, family and money are merely means values. In other words, they are simply a way for you to trigger the emotional states you really desire. If I asked you, what does family give you? You might say love, security, happiness. What you truly value, the end you're after, the ends you're after are love, security, and happiness. Similarly, with money, I could ask you, what does money really mean to you? What does it give to you? You might say freedom impact, the ability to contribute, a sense of security. Again, you see, money is merely a means to achieving a much deeper set of values, a set of emotions that you desire to experience on a consistent basis in your life. Now, just to kind of further expound on or expand on this idea of values, I want to read one more excerpt from the same book. He says, if we want the deepest level of life fulfillment, we can achieve it in only one way, and that is by doing what these two men have done, by deciding upon what we value most in life, what our highest values are, and then committing to live by them every single day. Unfortunately, this action is far too rare in today's society. Too often, people have no clear idea of what is important to them. They waffle on any issue. The world is a massive grade to them. They never take a stand for anything or anyone. If you and I are not clear about what's most important in our lives, what we truly stand for then how can we ever expect to lay the foundation for a sense of self-esteem, much less have the capacity to make effective decisions? If you've ever found yourself in a situation where you had a tough time making a decision about something, the reason is that you weren't clear about what you value most within that situation. We must remember that all decision-making comes down to values clarification. And we could even expound on that idea. Um, This is me talking now. I'm no longer reading from that excerpt. But we could even expound on or add to that all, all goal-making or goal-creation comes down to values clarification. And I think that's where a big mistake is made in this process of setting goals every year. A lot of people, and, and I have been guilty of it as well, and, and still uh, in my ongoing decision-making can be guilty of the fact that I have not, I'm not reverting back or looking back to my value set as kind of the baseline for my decision-making and instead, I'm, I'm addressing symptoms to a bigger problem. And that's what I think we're doing a lot of times with goal setting. For example, you, you hear of people making or creating, setting new goals regarding their health. And they repeat this process year after year after year instead of finding a consistency, a, an ongoing growth, as I mentioned earlier, that maybe only occasionally needs adjustment. And the reason for that is they're not addressing the root issue. For example, if, if somebody has um, kind of an obsession with, with eating and as a result, of course, is gaining weight, instead of simply addressing their diet, which is important but is ultimately only a symptom of the root issue, what needs to be addressed is the root level value 
or beliefs or combination of both that are driving that behavior to begin with? Why are they going to food as a relief or as an emotional uh, band-aid, if you will? So establishing what your values are to begin with, that is absolutely vital, I think, to effectively making or to effectively setting goals. And there will be a lot less of a dramatic kind of, again, hitting the reset button, if you will, every year. If you have clearly established values that you don't just review once a year and then try to live for a few months, but instead on an ongoing basis are reviewing those values, those things that actually mean the most to you, that help you feel the way that you want to feel all the time, uh, that you're reviewing those on an ongoing basis and an ongoing basis are working at living those values out. Now, as an example, I'll be a little bit transparent here, my value set, uh, and it is kind of a combination of those emotional states with um, behavioral patterns that kind of lead to those emotional states. I have a value set, uh, a list of seven at this point um, that I like to review on a regular basis. And I've I've actually ordered these uh, by priority. Um, And the first one, for example, is healthy. I want to feel healthy. And obviously, this is absolutely probably the most important thing in order for me then to live out the rest of the values. But healthy. And then I I took some time to kind of explain what that means. Right next to the word healthy, it says, anytime I take care of my body in a way that helps me stay lean and feeling alert and energetic, food is fuel and sleep is king. I also want to be kind. And this is more of an action that leads to a certain feeling. If we want to get really particular uh, and, and kind of relate it to how uh, Tony defined the means and ends values, but kind. And then next to that, I put anytime I've been able to show someone kindness in word or deed, particularly through empathy. Empathy is something that I've had to continue to learn to work at. And, uh, and, and so that's a value of mine. Proactive. Anytime I'm moving forward or thinking ahead, uh, I get frustrated with people who don't move forward, continue to work to move forward, and instead get stuck in a place and, and overthink and overprocess. Of course, the irony there and the hypo- hypocrisy ultimately is that that's something that I've struggled with. And uh, so I want to be that person who is consistently moving forward and ultimately thinking ahead. I, a weakness of mine is not planning ahead, uh, both in business and in my personal life. And that's something that I need to continue to improve on. Growing. Anytime I've learned something new, always ask how and why. Uh, A lot of growth and uh, even intelligence is asking questions. I don't ever want to stop growing on, on, I mean, and I could make a list of so many different areas that I want to continue to grow in, but that's another value of mine. Connected. Anytime I've been able to engage with someone on an emotional level, consistent connection with a community of people. When I engage with an individual in conversation, I want to engage with them on a deeper level. I said emotional level, deeper emotional, psychological level. I like to go deep. Surface level conversation isn't a strength of mine. It's something that um, I am actually actively working on. But what I ultimately prefer to, to do and what I'm most comfortable in is to go deep, to, to get past the, the surface level stuff and to, to go deep in conversation, uh, get to know somebody on a deeper level, and of course, ultimately personally grow as a result. And um, so that's really important to me. And then consistent connection with the community of people. I always, uh, as a bit of an introvert, uh, I tend to withdraw and then I'm reminded yet again of the significance of community in my life and how good that makes me feel. And so that is this idea of connectedness is another value that um, I need to continue to work at and want to, to ultimately reflect 
um, on an ongoing basis. And then consistent. Anytime I've been consistent in my values and or emotional state, instead of reaching this spike in behavior, whether it comes to, to uh, positive behavior, whether it comes to my health or the way that I function in business, um, I need, if I were looking at my behavioral patterns on a graph, instead of seeing the spike and then drop off and then spike and then drop off, I need to be more consistent in my behavioral patterns. And uh, that's really important to me. Simple. Um, my last, the last value that I have listed here, anytime I've been able to reduce an idea or process to its absolute minimum and most important parts, the 80-20 rule. Now, I, I appreciate simplicity. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, um, well, I've, I've experienced a lot of stress in my life on a personal level, on a business level too, uh, over the years. And what I've found uh, has been a source of that stress has been complication on, in, in different ways, in different levels. And so finding simplicity for me means minimizing stress. I've also found, though, that uh, particularly in our photography industry, there is a tendency that um, that I've been able to observe, which is that people, business owners, uh, and of course, I've seen this ultimately in the corporate world as well, have a tendency of complicating things and all the moving parts lead to, well, yet again, stress. And I think that a lot more can get done more, uh, more easily if you minimize the number of moving parts, if you keep things simple. And a lot of times uh, that Pareto's principle, the 80-20 rule, 20% of the effort ultimately leads to 80% of the results. And so focusing on that 20%, instead of adding you know, 100 different moving parts for the sake of accomplishing the 100%, in order to live a life that's free and flexible as a business owner, I want to focus on that 80-20 that rule. And so simplicity is really important to me. So that's, that's the rundown of my values. Take some time if you haven't established what your values are uh, to, to make that list, a list that you can consistently review and ultimately strive to live by. And I will add to this, make sure you do download this book from, from Tony. Uh, if you don't do anything else this year on a personal lever, level, but download this book and read it and actively apply the principles in his book, I guarantee you that you will see a massive impact and growth in your life in 2017. All right, so that's establishing goals on a personal level. Uh, it's important that you first establish your values. And I think that will translate then to a much more consistent uh, effort at growth throughout the year versus, like I said, this kind of spike and excitement and and uh, change in behavior. And then you see that, that pretty big drop off after two or three months. On a business level, again, establishing a big picture view helps us more consistently see growth in our business and what does that big picture view mean? Now, I, this is a book that I mentioned in a past podcast episode when we were talking about this idea of a big picture view. But Julie Morgenstern, Time Management from the Inside Out, she says, no matter how hectic life gets, the most successful people in life have a big picture view that helps them rise above the chaos and maintain their perspective. A big picture view is your overriding vision, your belief simply put of the meaning of what your life is all about, of what you want it to be. Your big picture view keeps you on track, providing the context and motivation for all your decisions about how you spend your time. And again, I, mean, I just can't stress this enough. If you've taken the time to establish that big picture view, you know, whether it's now or maybe it was six months ago or six years ago when you established your business, that will drive your day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, and ultimately year-to-year actions so that this, this annual massive change in uh, behavioral patterns 
i.e. setting goals, doesn't necessarily need to happen. You may make adjustments along the way, but this notion of goal setting is something that almost happens on an ongoing basis. Now, a big picture view dictates your your business model, your business decisions, your day-to-day workflows I had mentioned, and it's driven by three primary goals. Uh, First of all, your big idea, your value add to the world. So when you create your business and your business model, um, as I mentioned earlier, you're bringing who you are as an individual to the picture. Uh, And I think you're going to be most fulfilled in business when you do that. But the question might, first of all, be what is your big idea? What is your big value add to the world? And of course, that can be reflected uh, through or as a result of your value set. Uh, But for me, for example, what I can bring to the world right now is, as a business owner, and particularly a business owner at Photographer's Edit, is a focus on efficient workflows, simplicity, and daily workflows as a business owner for the sake of freedom and flexibility in your life as a business owner. And so that is the big idea. That's my offering to the world right now, if you will, my value add. It's something that I've spent years studying and working on myself And it's something that I can help bring to the photography industry. And fortunately, my brand, Photographer's Edit, ultimately does that very thing. The second thing that drives the big picture view is money. How much money do you want to make? We're business owners. We have to make a living, whether it's a part-time living or full-time living. we got to provide for ourselves, maybe for a family. We have to make a certain amount of money. The question is, how much do you want to make? And along with that, I'll add that the third element of creating this big picture view is time. How much time do you want to spend on working in a week, in a month, to make that certain amount of money? Because you can make $300,000 a year, and that's going to be really nice. But if you're spending 80 hours a week making that money, well, you've got no life. And, and ironically, no time to, to take advantage of that money that you're making. So how much time do you want to make or to, to spend working in a week or in a month in order to make that much money? And then these things will help set up that big picture view, which will then drive the business model, uh, which will then ultimately drive the goals that you set in your business. So This is setting goals, kind of uh, version two, if you will, a different perspective. Rather than simply sitting down this year, making a list of this is what I want to accomplish this year, take a step back, look at it at a bigger picture level, because I think that what you're going to find, first of all, well, actually not first of all, but just primarily is more fulfillment in this process of having already established a big picture view, which drives, again, the day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month actions on a personal and a business level, where you're going to see ongoing, consistent growth. So yeah, maybe in 2018, around the first of the year, you do take some time to reflect on what has been good in that, in that prior year, what has been bad, some adjustments that you might want to make. But it's not a massive change. It's not this spike in, in positive behavior again, but uh, simply some tweaks, some adjustments that continue to, to uh, enable you to live out your value set, to live out your big picture view when it comes to, of course, your personal life, but also your business. 2017, it's going to be an exciting year. I'm looking forward to, to personal growth, to growth in our business. We're already seeing that at Photographers Edit, and I'm excited about that. And And uh, even just in reviewing for this podcast episode, it's been a good reminder. I'm actually going back and rereading Tony's digital book, Reawaken the Giant Within. I highly recommend that you get that. Again, Happy New Year to you. If you've got any questions, suggestions, ideas, feedback about our podcast, both past podcast episodes, this one, future episodes, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Looking forward to conversation in this new year. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Boca podcast. If you'd like to hear a particular photographer or entrepreneur in a future episode, don't hesitate to email me, nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom post-production for the wedding and portrait photographer.